0: Dave, conversation, crack, and the music you
1: love today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. For the next few minutes, we should say we're going to be chatting around disordered eating, and if this is something that impacts you, support is available from Bodywise.ie. And it is a time of, of socialising, a time of the year where we are, are all socialising and often indulging ourselves. But what if that's something you struggle with? Well, Emma Murphy is a psychotherapist specialising in disordered eating and the clinical director of Eating Freely, and she is here to explain why some people might be feeling anxious around the dinner table and, most importantly, what you can do about it. Morning, Emma. Hi, Dermot, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, I I got the, you, you sent us a little sample of what the kinds of questions that are get, you're getting at the moment. And I'd love to read it out, if you don't mind, Emma, just to kick us off, because I think it kind of explains yeah. uh, it really well in terms of giving us a little insight into what's happening in some people's heads. So uh, the message says, hey, Emma, yeah. my, my biggest thing at the moment is that I don't want to go to any of the parties. I want to say no to them all because I feel so overwhelmed about all the plans, the food, etc. I would rather hide away from it all but I also know that avoiding things isn't always good too. If it were up to me, I would avoid them all and stay at home but I have to push myself and not let the inner critic win. I think it would be more nourishing emotionally to see my friends despite the stress and anxiety it causes and it would be more punishing to isolate myself from the events because of fear and anxiety. So that is a great example in terms of the kind of struggle that people have at this time of the year and maybe, you know, the rest of us just aren't aware of it.
0: Absolutely, Dermot. And that is the thing that, you know, when somebody struggles with disordered eating and they've been in a cycle of yo-yo dieting, emotional eating, binge eating, you know, um any... Any event that involves food and even socializing is incredibly stressful for them. And Christmas, of course, you're, you're at multiple events. There's the office party, there's the old friends catch up, there's the family dues. Um, and you're, you're bringing together a perfect storm for our clients because it's managing the food piece of it. It's managing the interactions with people, and um, because there are certain personality traits that go with disordered eating um, for clients, of being very perfectionistic and all-or-nothing kind of thinker. So that that um, message that I got from that person who was on my challenge last week, you know, she talked about that idea of I just want to, I don't want to go to any of the events. So there was no room in there for her to kind of say, Well, could I actually maybe choose the the, the couple of events that I would like to go to with the people that I feel safe and comfortable with. Um, can I say no to the events that I don't want to go to? Our clients have a huge fear of saying no to anybody because they fear being judged. They fear being rejected. They fear that they'll be fall they'll fall out with somebody or the other person will fall out with them for saying no. And actually, what they tend to forget is that other people find it very easy to say, no, no, sorry, I've got other plans. You know, I've got something mm. else on that night. I can't go. And you and I could say that very easily and it wouldn't cost us a thought. But a, one of our clients would, would agonize over that. So that's, Person's message was very um, typical of like I'm, I'm just not going to go to any of them. So like you know, it's again, it's that all or nothing. And what we actually did was we kind of said, well, which two events would you most like to go to? Which two events would you least like to go to? She went to two events that she wanted to go to, and she texted the other people and said, I'm sorry, I've got something else on. There's a clash in my diary, and was shocked when like nothing happened and the diary yeah. didn't fall in. But it was very difficult for her to actually work through that herself, you know, because her pattern is to say yes to everything, people pleasing, keeping everybody else happy at her own expense. And that's a very important feature that people don't realize that goes with emotional eating and binge eating.
1: Yeah. And I mean, could you just explain emotional eating for us, for maybe people who don't understand just the whole concept of it and how it manifests?
0: Certainly. So a lot of clients who struggle with emotional eating or binge eating. Um, learned how to self-soothe with food back in the past. So they've often experienced, you know, it could have been a trauma, it could have been an adverse childhood experience, as we say, something difficult, you know, a a difficult event. And for whatever reason, maybe they didn't get the support that they needed from the people around them at the time. Um, So they learned how to actually regulate their emotions through food. So, if you think about stress, we all know that, you know, when we feel stressed, we, we, we get full up with cortisol, which is the stress hormone. Mm. And actually, if we eat high sugar, high fat, high salt foods, they release dopamine in the brain, which calms us down. It counteracts the cortisol. So what the client is looking for is the quick fix of, you know, in some way releasing or reducing the stress that they're feeling in their body because they didn't learn how to regulate their emotions properly back in the day for whatever reason. You know, maybe that, you know, a a parent wasn't available to them or there was something going on in the family which meant that mum and dad were busier kind of looking after something else. And again, our client's personality type is that high achieving perfectionistic, I'll keep it all to myself, I'll, you know, I'll mind myself and I won't bother anybody else with my concerns. And even as children, they they can internalise that message of, you know, I just need to kind of look after myself and not, you know, not upset or bother mum or dad and food was the thing that they they turned to to regulate themselves physically like to to reduce that cortisol level in their body mm.
1: so so what's happening emma when they do go to the big event what what pressure or what are the main worries oh, yeah. is is it that they will, you know, suddenly want to eat everything on the table and, you know, they're worried about people judging their eating habits. Is it that they yeah. won't want to eat at all and they're afraid people will notice that they're not eating and they'll have to explain yeah. themselves? It, what's happening when, when they do go to the event like that that's causing the anxiety?
0: Probably some or all of those things, Dermot, but, but the main thing is, so the client, if if they're putting on weight as a result of their eating okay so then they tend to be constantly dieting and constantly on a diet and trying to lose weight Mm. and then a big event is coming and they're thinking well i won't eat all day because i'm going to this event tonight and there's going to be food at it but then they're going to the event starving so that it's actually a trigger hunger is a trigger for uh, for overeating and binge eating so you know i would say to somebody if you're going out for an event at night eat normally during the day eat your breakfast eat your lunch have a snack at four o'clock Make sure you're not going to that event starving because then you're going to be able to make better choices around what you can choose to eat or not eat, depending on how hungry or full you are at the time. If you go in starving, you're setting yourself up for that failure, as the client would theater, where they're going to eat all around them, you know, for the whole night. That's mm. one thing that they can do. The second thing is the fear of judgment. You know, oh, Mary hasn't seen me all year. haven't seen her since last Christmas. I've put on weight. You know, she's going to think I'm fat. She's going, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up a size or two sizes since, you know, whatever. So there's a lot of fear around judgment. There is a lot of fear around people looking at the meeting, watching the meeting, watching what they're eating. Um, you know, the, the, the Auntie Joan, who's very past remarkable kind of saying, oh, you're not going to have that dessert, are you? Or you just have a, a mince pie. You know, and <laughs> yeah. that kind of, all of that stuff. Um, and our clients, they, they really struggle to be assertive and to, you know, they would really feel that in a way that I'd walk off and go, muttering under my breath about Auntie Joan. I wouldn't care less what Auntie Joan had to say about my, what I eat. But, you know, Our clients feel all of that stuff very keenly. So it's a very anxiety-provoking situation to be walking into. And one thing I would say about that is, first of all, to eat properly before you go so that you're not going in starving. If you can look at the menu, like online, most, most restaurants now, you can look at the menu online before you go. Look at the menu online. Choose what you might want to eat in advance so you're not like a rabbit in the headlights when you're there. And the other thing is to make sure that you're comfortable in what you're wearing on the night. And I love talking to people about their underwear and saying to women in particular, please make sure that you're wearing comfortable underwear that fits you because that gives you a bit of confidence in how you feel in your body underneath your clothes. Mm. And then wear an outfit that fits you and flatters you. Do not squash yourself into something that's a size or two too small because you just won't go up that extra size in a label because that number has power over you. You are far better off wearing something that you can move around in, dance in, Sit down and stand up in, you know, and that will help you feel more confident. You're actually going to reduce your own self-confidence if you're going into a um, an event and you're feeling uncomfortable in an outfit that's too small and doesn't fit properly. And that has you, you know, wiggling around all night <laughs> trying to make sure that you're not <laughs> flashing or going to rip a theme, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, where can people find more? Because you do have the seven days of eating freely at Christmas challenge. I know that uh, that obviously m- might be wrapping up now, but uh, where can people find out the more information and maybe moving into January that they want to get the year off to a better start?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if people are have been struggling with yo-yo dieting for a long time, actually, the work the, the the work that needs to be done is from the inside out. So yes, I have an online group coaching program starting on the ninth of January for twelve weeks. Um, a comprehensive specialist support for anybody who's struggling with emotional eating and binge eating disorder. And all the details are on our website, eatingfreely.com. So everybody is welcome. And we don't just work with women either, Dermot, by the way. We get a lot of men coming to us too. Up to 40% of people who struggle with binge eating disorder are actually male. And it's very, very difficult for them to find help. So we're, we're open to everybody. Um, and we'd be delighted to see you and, and come and get the, the real work, the inner work done, shall we say.
1: Yeah, that's really important to hear. Uh, Emma, thanks so much. That's Emma Murphy, their psychotherapist specializing in disordered eating and founder and clinical director of EatingFreely.com, And uh, you can also visit bodywise.ie as well for more information. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9 a.m.